mamacitas, welcome back to another episode of Dere Tells All. I hope that you all had a fabulous Easter weekend. Um, I sure did. My dad's 60th birthday was this past weekend on Saturday. Uh, so we had this beautiful, stunning, funny, fun 60th birthday party for him. And uh, my brother, who lives in Europe uh, with my brother-in-law, they are actually in town. So it was really nice to have the whole family together. But uh, we asked our dad what he wanted for his birthday. And he said he wanted a cake, like a tiered cake with some nice candles. So, so we took that as like some like the sparkler candles. Um, and so then my siblings and I, you know, we started like talking about it and sharing what my dad wanted. And uh, we decided to just go ahead and go all out. So we got him his cake with his sparkler candles, but we also threw in a DJ, a mechanical bull, um, a taquero, um, a michelada station. Man, we I'm, when I tell you we went out, we went all out. Like I even had confetti cannons. So if you follow me on Instagram, you probably got to see some of that on my Instagram stories, but it was such a blast. Also, great news, we are now on Apple Podcast. Y'all, it took a hot minute for Apple to approve this podcast. I don't even know why. Like, we're not, you know, anything scandalous over here, but it took a minute, and I'm glad that it's finally approved and finally available. So thank you to those of you who took the time to go search for it and review and leave a review and leave a rating. Um it really does help the podcast grow. And I'm hoping that next week I can sit down and just kind of read some of the things that you guys had to say. This episode is already kind of long enough, so I don't want to take more time away from it. Um, But next week for sure, I'm going to go through some of those and then just kind of share what you guys have said. And um, I'm so thankful for you guys. Seriously, so many messages this week that started with, so-and-so shared your podcast with me. And... That just warms my heart because it means that you guys are listening, but you're also finding things that you connect with and know that some of your friends or your sisters or whomever can also connect with and y'all are sharing it with them. And that was the whole point of this podcast. I love my Instagram. I, I get to be sassy and creative and I get to show you my workouts and I'll do all sorts of fun things over there, but... This podcast is a little bit different because I feel like on this podcast, we can go a little bit deeper. We can talk about more personal things. And that was the reason why I wanted to start this podcast. So the fact that you guys are receiving it that way, y'all, it just, it makes me so happy. So let's get to today's episode. Today, we are going to talk about divorce, breakups, and finding yourself. I think that's something that we've all experienced on some level. So I've never been married, so I can't speak for divorce, but I've definitely gone through breakups. Um, So I wanted to invite one of my very good friends, um, and I kind of wanted her to share her story. And I had so much fun recording this episode with her. We start off a little serious because we do start talking about like divorce and breakups, but y'all, as we get through the episode, we definitely spill some tea and I hope that you guys love it, enjoy it, and definitely share some laughs with us. All right, guys, today on the podcast, I have a badass friend here. She has lost about a hundred pounds. She is the proud owner of Bold Body Fitness, and she's my personal friend, Andrea Elliott. Welcome. Hey guys, thank you T for having me on. Hello, hello. I am so, so excited. So Andrea and I met on Instagram. Do you remember our first, our first uh, friend date? Um, 
Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So we went to the gym and then we went to Embrisa. Oh, I fell in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. We had, we did like an upper body day and then we went yeah. and had margaritas and then did all the work that we did. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> had a lote and everything. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I totally forgot. Yeah. And then, and then you had to have dessert because you're, oh, yes. Dessert. Yes. <laughs> and guys, she shared her dessert with me and later on very I found unusual. out that she doesn't share dessert hell no you know you know that I love you and that I have the utmost respect for you if I share my dessert with you (laughs) yeah I didn't know that until later on I was like oh she shared her dessert I don't I really will not share it real talk (laughs) well I know I introduced you to the podcast but just for my listeners here can you give us just a little like background story of who you are what you do and all that good stuff Yes. So I have lost 93 pounds. I used to weigh 234 pounds. I was diagnosed with lupus um, about, oh God, that was 2014. We're in 2021. Um, And before that, I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Um, Both are hereditary. I have two kids, 14, two boys. I'm a single mom to two boys, um, 14 and 10. And I used to work in corporate and oil and gas. And now I am a um, full-time personal trainer. Um, yeah, and I, I love it. I've turned something that was a, a, a health concern of mine into um, a hobby, into a passion, into this is something that I love doing. I love helping other women find their confidence and I own bold body fitness and it that's exactly what I do I help women become bolder versions of themselves whatever that may be I knew that I had that this is my calling when I started training women on the side while I had my corporate job um I started just training just just friends just friends of mine saying hey can I come to the gym with you and I was like yeah sure come on and I started seeing these women uh they were like, I can't, I can't squat on this, on the Smith machine. And it was just very intimidating to them. And I knew that that was something that I wanted to do when I saw one of my friends, just like the joy in her eyes and the surprise in her eyes, um, squatting on the Smith machine. I was like, I, I, I gotta chase this. I, I was just as happy for her as she was in herself. And that was it. I fell in love with it. And ever since then, I've turned this into my business and something that I love doing. I can't believe that I've made a career out of helping other women lose weight, gain confidence, and just feel like healthier, sexier, just beings and women and just empower them in all aspects of their lives. Absolutely. You are such a badass. Like I, I admire you so much for taking a chance and following your passion. Cause I know Mm. that that must not have been an easy decision. And, and Mm. I think that you are so courageous for doing that. And you, I love the name bold body fitness. Cause I think you embody that you are definitely a bold body. You're a bold personality. You've got a (laughs) bold heart. You are bold. Um, And so I think that name suits you perfectly. Thank you. But we know, or I know, and you know, that it didn't always, uh, I guess it it wasn't always like that, right? Mm, No. (laughs) And the reason why I invited Andrea onto the podcast today is because she's experienced something that I've never experienced. And so I don't feel right talking about it. I felt like I needed to bring someone on to shed some insight and give her opinions on that. And so today we're going to talk about divorce. Yes. Um, so why don't I'm gonna let I'm gonna give you the mic. It's this is for you. You go ahead and share. Share my life. So I have actually been twice divorced. Um and people joke, some people joke and say third time's a charm. And I'm like, no, it's not, it's no. Um I I'll never I won't put that on the t- off the table and getting uh, married a third time. I loved being married, I will say that, but I also want to say to everybody listening that I love my life after divorce and I have fallen so deeply in love with myself after, um, or being single, uh, the love that I gave to my spouses while married, I have given that love to myself and I have really stepped into 
the woman that I am. I have never known a love like this. I have never loved myself like I do now. I don't feel, I've never felt as confident and as bold and as empowered and as powerful as I do now. Like I feel like Beyonce y'all. I really do. I wake up in the mirror and I'm like, Ooh, who this flawless bitch is me. I really do. But going back to um, the divorce, it was, I was married for my, to my first husband, who's my oldest son's dad. I was married to him for 10 months and I was married to my second husband, technically married him for two years, um, but I was with him for almost 10 and he helped raise both of my, both, both sons. Um, I was, I had my second son with him and he helped raise my older one. Um, and so going, I was with him almost all of my adulthood. And, um, so going through that divorce was, that was, man, that really broke me. That really, really broke me. It was, it was terrible. Um, all of our friends, I, I, it was, my life went through a, a complete 180 or 360. I, all of our friends were coupled friends. Um, and I had to, that's all my life was, was wife. That's all it was, was wife and doing those little things. And, um, people acted like I had leprosy people no longer. I, I was no, I was like the third wheel whenever I was, um, invited to like couples things. And, um, he had his friends and then I had to find my group of friends as well. And it, life was definitely hard. And I, um, initially I felt like shame and embarrassed and people asked questions and it was very hard for me to, um, to figure out just like the why, but I, I want to tell everybody out there to definitely just seek help, um, professional help that everybody's going to have their opinion as to why and what and who and what if, but that, that nobody knows the entire story and everyone's going to give their opinions, screw their opinions, go seek professional help. And that's the best way to just, um, to really just help grow through the process because it is, a, um, a painful process. It's, it's not uh, a great one. And hopefully if you guys have children, you guys can co-parent and, and find ways and seek ways to co-parent afterwards. But the life after divorce, let's talk about that. It is ladies. It is a, a wonderful thing. It really is because you were giving this love to somebody else. You were, um, you were having to caretake for somebody else, basically, as well as your children. You were having to, how many times did we have to pick up laundry after somebody else and do the laundry for somebody else and cook for somebody else and clean for somebody else and put up with somebody else? How many times did we nag? Hey, can you do this? And it was just like, oh, I, I don't have to do that anymore. And there are times when Yes, sometimes it, I don't want to say it gets lonely. Sometimes I do feel, um, sometimes I feel lonely. Yes, but I'm never alone. Right. I can always call up T. I can call up any girls. I can call, I can get on my social media. I can hang out with my friends. I'm never alone. There's neighbors. There's so much to, I can listen to a podcast audible. I'm never alone. And I have to remember that there's people always within reach and just never isolate myself with that yeah I think um, that's the scary part of divorce you know, like yeah people think like okay my my partner left me and then yes. probably half of my friends are gonna go there yeah and there yeah. goes my family and my yeah. children they might end up picking sides and I think yeah. I can see how that can be a very uh real fear yes it it definitely it I want to say this in, in the, the nicest way possible, but your life will never be the same uh, again for the long, for a year after. So my ex-husband left in December, 2017. And for a year after that, and he filed for divorce in March, um, I was trying to get him back. I was trying so hard to get him back. I made him a music room in the house. I was sending him Bible verses at literally every single day. I was sending him pictures every single day via text message. I was like, I mean, we were still sleeping together. I was doing everything y'all I was pulling out all the stops. I lost an additional 30 pounds. That's why that. Yeah. Y'all I was, I was pulling out all the stops. I was desperate to get my husband back. But what I learned about myself and I, and I'm, 
I'm glad that I tried. Everybody told me, here's the thing too, is that everybody told me, don't try, don't try. I'm glad that I tried because I can look back and said, and say to myself, um, I really did try. I gave my marriage my all. Mm-hmm. And that's the best I could do is I give my marriage my all. That's it. I do after we got divorced, that's it. I'm not gonna continue to pursue somebody that does not want to be with me, period. And I and that was it. Like once the divorce was signed, I I I don't know, like a light bulb clicked. And it was like, why do I want to be with somebody that doesn't want to be with me? Where's my self-worth? Like myself, I don't know, it's like reality smacked me in the face finally. And I realized, do what? No, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Finish your statement. No, no. I realized, I just realized at that point, like, Hey, we're not, I think because we continued to sleep together that I was like, okay, well, we're going to get back together. There was still that hope. Mm -hmm. There was still that hope. Um, I don't want to I have similar, I know similar friends and clients, um, that are going through the divorce process and they do continue to sleep with their exes and listening to them it's um it does give them a false sense of hope too because i can i can see a lot of myself in them as well and i listen to them and and the same things that you know my husband would do and say to me he you know but he and he told me too hey i'm still divorcing you we're just sleeping together i i hear in my clients too and i'm like he's telling you the truth you don't see that and it just it would give my clients false or it's that false sense of hope but anyways reality would hit me in the face and that was it I just realized I'm not I don't want to be with somebody that doesn't want to be with me and I carry that in relationships afterwards I don't I would never want to be with somebody that didn't want to be with me period my worth is just so much more valuable than that than to grovel and to beg somebody to be with me I I don't deserve that I deserve somebody to love me unconditionally um and and to accept me for for all of me for all of my flaws and, and everything that that is me yeah no I've kind of looked at it as a as a form of self-respect to not go back to someone who yes. is not reciprocating those feelings because you're investing emotions you're investing time your energy into someone who is not going to reciprocate those feelings yes. and then the person who's going to end up getting hurt is you and you, you don't have to be divorced to understand that yeah I, I know that marriage and just being in a relationship are completely different but just from breakups that I've gone through like I I know because I was that person too who like oh well he texted me so maybe maybe we're gonna get back together or, you know, like, well, he said, come over. So there I am. And then like, nothing comes of it. And I had to learn just like you did. And just like many women have to learn that you have to have some form of self-respect and know when it's, when it's over, you know, and, and it's so hard to do that. I want, can we change the topic to life after breakups? Because <laughs> I know really and truly T, I I, I completely agree with everything that you just said. And, and I don't feel like there's a difference. Yes, there's a difference between marriage and relationships. Yes, there is, but no, there isn't the the emotional. So my last relationship that I was in, I was in for a year and the emotional connection that I had with that person versus my 10 year relationship. I had such an emotional connection with that one year relationship that that was such a devastating loss that I, I'm still healing from that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, it's a much different scenario as to why the relationships ended and they're much different people. However, it was their, the, the pain in both of those were just excruciating and the, the things going, 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 going back to those people and, and the levels of respect and like, no, I'm not going to accept. And then even what you're going to accept from partners going forward and the lessons learned and stuff like that. Completely agree with you T completely. Like, there are so many times I can't tell you where I'm like, Oh, I, I just, I want to call. I want to call this person. I want to call. And you're like, no, I will not call this person. I will not call this person because I will not do that to myself. Like I value myself. And I'm like, but I, I do value myself, but I, I want this person or I, it's like the flesh is weak. I'm so weak. I just want to call it. I'm like, no. And it's like the devil and the angel where you're like, but the dick was so good, but you're like, no, but your worth, remember your worth, your worth is so much better than a, like the dick. But I'm like, but 
do you remember those nights? And I'm like, ah! and you just, it's, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's, it's terrible. I really do go back and forth. I really, truly do go back and forth and fight with myself so much more with this, with this past relationship than I did with my marriage about going back and calling this person. And I think also because I have to co-parent with my ex-husband. So I have to talk with him and I, we don't talk about anything relationship wise or whatever. We talk about our kids, but I have to stay in contact with him with my ex-boyfriend. I don't. And so that's what makes it harder is that like, I don't have any contact with him whatsoever. And it's. Ah! So what are, what are some things that you did to kind of like, I guess stay away because I like for me when I break up with someone or a relationship ends and it was someone who I deep deeply cared about and meant a lot to me and I know that it's not going to work out now I just know to cut off communication so I don't even leave any wiggle room of me you know accidentally stepping a foot back into that chaos if like once it's done for me it's done I delete the phone number I block it I unfollow social media not all of my exes only the ones who like I know we're not going to reciprocate those feelings and are going to end up hurting me or I'm going to end up hurting myself even more. So what are some things that you did or have done to kind of help you with that? I had to do that exact same thing. And it was, oh my God, it was so hard. It was cold turkey actually it was, here's the thing is that it, I would do it. I would do that off and on it was like, I would block that person from social media and I would do, you know, I would block the emails or whatever. And then this person would, my ex would show up at my front door. Mm-hmm. So, but this time I completely blocked them. Like even from my, from my website, like I, I completely <laughs> blind, I blocked them and they didn't show up. And the days, like it's, it was not n- no more than tw- uh, like 48 hours would pass before this person would show up and 48 hours passed, 72 hours passed. After a week passed, I was like, okay, hey, we're, this is serious. After a month passed, holidays started passing and I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is it. This is a, this is a real deal here. And that was it. I have to continually remind myself and, and I like to see the good in people. I, there is good in people. There's good in every single person, even the the nastiest of people. There is still good in people. And I, I do see that. And I do t- tend to think of the good in this person and in exes or whatever. And I have to stop myself. What's, what stops me from picking up the phone or reaching out to this person is that I have to remind myself of the reason that I walked away. Why did I walk away in the first place? And and that's what stops me from going back is it's not, um, there is a, oh my God, it's a famous, who's the, the author with the unibrow? Oh my God, Frida, Frida Calhoun. Um, it, she's, she's a quote. It says, don't uh, forget what you feel. Remember what you're, what you're worth. Remember what you, what you know, what you're worth or something like that. But it's, it's exactly that. Like forget, forget the feelings, like forget that I miss this person or whatever. I I'm worth so much more than, than being treated the way that I was. And and I have to remember those things. And that's, that's exactly what stops me. Yeah. Um, one thing that I also learned through, through counseling, um, is that sometimes we keep getting drawn back to these people because we are in love with the idea of them, not necessarily with them, but the idea of them or this uh, like futures that, that we built up in our heads about like what is going to be down like the road and, and giving up those ideas can be very painful. But if you, you know, have a reality check with yourself, like, look, that was an idea that was never going to happen because he does not feel the same way or she yeah. does not feel the same way. And you just have to kind of keep yourself in check and remind yourself that you're in love with, again, the idea, the fantasy, not necessarily the person, because if that person truly loved you, then they wouldn't have hurt you as much as they did, or they would have been willing to work things out as much as you wanted to work things out. Yes. Yeah. It's the it really is the scariest thing and the saddest thing because it's like I'll sit there and have like conversations with with my therapist or with myself and I'm like going back and forth and I'm like no but this person did these things you know and and it's like the, you know they 
they had me fooled so you know just blindly like lust is blind love is blind it 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 really will pull and I had so many friends telling me like are you kidding like they would they were just sitting there like looking in and they're like are you dumb or are you dumb and it's like (laughs) yeah clearly I was because I couldn't see I couldn't see anything until the very end when it was like okay now I can see the true colors and, and and walk away but yes that is that is completely true it's we make this mm-hmm. this image of of what they have us believe i want to talk about dating okay i want to talk about yes let's talk about dating let's talk, let's about, talk dating. about dating after <laughs> dating after well that was one of my questions i was going to ask you i was like so do you think that you should take time for yourself or do you think that there should be some type of like rebounding or a transitional relationship or do you think it's different for everybody? Like, what's your take on it? Damn. Okay. So I think, I think it's different for everybody. And I'm going to say this. I, so from my ex-husband, I did not, I rebounded like before, literally like before the ink was dry, I already <laughs> had a rebound. <laughs> okay. So, but no, I really did. And, um, and I'm so glad that I did. And I think that really helped me get over the divorce. Yeah. It was like, the band-aid off, almost. oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, divorce who they're like, didn't you? I was like, what, what, who, where? <laughs> so yeah, totally. I, I'm glad I did that. Um, however, I took, I'm still taking time for myself. I'm still mm-hmm. single. I, I'm not in a relationship from this past relationship. I was with him for a year. And I've been single for the past seven, eight months. Um, And it is the best thing ever. It is the best thing ever. I can do whatever I want. I don't have to, I go to sleep at night. I don't have to worry about nobody cheating on me. I don't, (laughs) granted, I don't have the good night, baby text. Good morning, baby text. You probably still do, but it's not like, I mean, I do, I do. (laughs) I have it from like 20 people instead of one, (laughs) to be honest with you, to be honest with you. Yes. (laughs) However, yes. Let's talk about that whole, and that's the other aspect of that. However. However, I don't have, okay, yes, I don't have it from one person, um, but it's, I don't give a shit, y'all, like, this is the best thing ever, not to be with, I don't want to say not just one person, because it makes me sound like a hoe, but not to just have one, to keep your options open, yes, to not just be committed, to have my options open, to have more time for myself, I don't have to put up with anyone else's bullshit, I don't have to, I can look at all the sexy ass guys at the gym, dripping their (laughs) sweat, and not feel guilty, I can oogle at all the guys at the club, at the bar, at wherever, and not feel guilty, I can, whoever slides in my DM, like, whatever, I can holler at whomever I want, um, and it, it feels amazing to feel single and to be single. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. I don't have to answer to anybody, anybody's jealousy, anybody's insecurities. Y'all, this is the best thing. It really is. I can up and go. I can do a girl's trip and not have to ask my man. Hey, boo-boo. Mm-mm. I can do whatever. Um, yes, the downside would be like Valentine's Day, but for valentine's day we we had a freeze anyway and i spent it with my kids and and i don't i wasn't there in a corner shaking myself like i don't have anybody for valentine's day for christmas when everyone was with their loved ones i was partying it up in cancun and had the time i had the time of my life you sure were i saw it on your Instagram. time of my life i really did like there is so much of a bright side and you sent me that one video that tiktok video of that girl that single single girl that life after divorce TikTok. yeah yeah there's so there is such a, a great upside to just being single and and dating and you get to figure out what you want too right like right. yeah after like dating like certain guys I'm like oh no mm-mm. I'm mm-hmm. avoiding men like him or hey I want to take certain qualities of this guy and just adding it in um so if I got and, and I don't know I I to answer to answer your question, this long-winded answer, I think it's different for everybody. Assess your situation. Fill your time if you're bored, but definitely take some time for yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Especially if you've been in a long relationship, you've been giving that love and energy to somebody else. You need to fill your cup back up, fill your cup back up for sure. You do. No, I do. I, I believe that. And I think that at the end of any relationship, you need to take the time to grieve and to mourn mm-hmm. that relationship. Yeah. You need to feel those feelings because if you just suppress them, then they're going to resurface later on. Yeah. And you don't want to bring that baggage into a new relationship or to a new person. So I agree with you. I think you need to do you, you do need to accept and grieve and mourn, but at the same time, work on yourself, find what makes you happy, you know, rediscover yourself, mm-hmm. go and, you know, date around, like you said, find the qualities that you like and the qualities that are non-negotiables. Yes. So that when <laughs> other people come down the line, you are not going to, you know, spend three months talking to someone only yes. to not work out, you know, because yes. Life is short and why waste it, you know, spending it, trying to make something work with someone who you're not even really that into. Yes. That's been my dating philosophy lately. It's like, no, like if I see something that I know I don't like, Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to invest my time. Like why? Like I'm not going to change my mind. So don't need, I'm not even going to go there. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So uh, what's your dating life right life like right now? Oh God. Okay. So I do have an OnlyFans. I do date my fans. Um, there's not, they've, I don't want to say that all the misses there's not, I'm very particular. Okay. Um, so I don't date all my fans. So anybody listening to this, that's like, Oh my God. Like, no, no, no. There's <laughs> definitely <laughs> no, 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 no. Criteria, guys. Yeah. There's, I'm very, particular um in general and even there there was one date where we were not even like two blocks down the street Mm -hmm. and I was like turn around drop me off yep that was it that's bold (laughs) Um, to pick you up I would not I would be like uh -uh. well you know what I thought I (laughs) I I thought of you after this it's because like I I knew the person. Okay. Well, if you know them, I guess it's kind of a little bit different. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew the person. Yeah. Because there have been times where like, I'll meet someone on like Hinge or Bumble or whatever. And, you know, we'll like chat for a while and then we're going to go on our first date and they offer to pick me up. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, no, pick a place at a time and I will drive myself there. Because look, I, if I ever need to run away from a date, I need You're to so right though. Are, no, 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 no. And I've had to do that before. So if I ever need to run away from a date. Wait, I, I want to hear the story. Your listeners want to hear the story. We want to hear the story. Okay, so I met this guy on, uh, I think it was Bumble. And, you know, he he seemed pretty cool. Like he was not creepy just through the chat. Like we were on the same page about what we were looking for we had similar interests he was how long were y'all talking probably like a week I don't like I don't like to to drag it out I don't like to drag it out because I don't want to spend a whole month talking to someone online and then we meet and it's like no spark right so like I if I match with someone and we talk and we vibe then I'm like all right we need to set a date because I need to know we vibe in person as well as we do over the phone damn okay okay i'm telling you girl we don't waste no time over here that's right okay i'm listening to go 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 okay we went uh we went to a bar it was like a saturday so it wasn't even that late it's probably like seven so it was early in the day in the day and um i got there first because i'm always early to everything (laughs) (laughs) anyway so i get there and then i see him walk in i i recognize him right away um and he comes up he looked like his pictures he did look like his picture he looked exactly like his picture Okay. The Can you say is, what he looked like? Huh? Can you say what he looked no, like? So no, you're, no, 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 no. Well, wait, your listeners want, your listeners may want to know what you, no, okay, 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 okay. You don't have a type. I okay, don't okay, have okay. a physical type. It's okay, more okay, 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 like okay. personality, mental type. But okay, anyway, okay, okay. So, <laughs> Sorry, I want to know. He looks like himself. He walks okay. up to the bar, right? And he goes to like, give me a hug. And the minute he says, hey, he had the highest squeakiest pitched voice <laughs> his voice did not match his face it, it just it didn't <laughs> and I could and I know that it's gonna sound very super shallow of me 
but I could not get over it. I couldn't, I, I, we sat down, we ordered a drink, we're talking, you know, and we're making conversation, but in the back of my head, like, I already know that after this date is over, I'm not coming back. I'm not talking back. I'm not going to text him back. Like it's done. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. As so, I had so the side page. I was going to wait, you know, I was going to just stay for the rest of the date out of courtesy. Um, so we're like on our second drink and then he gets up to, he's like, I'm going to go to the restroom. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And when he got up to go to the restroom, he kind of leaned in, like he was going to kiss me and I like backed away. I was oh like, yeah. No, this is, yeah. no, we're not doing that. Yeah. So um he like he just kind of like played it off like I'm just kidding and he went to the restroom and while he went to the restroom I called the server over I paid cash for my drink I was like tell him I left <laughs> grabbed my <laughs> and I left so I'm sure by the time he came back from the restroom I was like long gone and he you know figured it out but yeah I think that's the one and only time where I've ever like ghosted someone <laughs> but I also did not want to hurt his feelings and tell him why I ghosted him did you unmatch with him? I did. I did. Okay. I unmatched. Yeah. And we, at that point we had only been uh, chatting like on the app. So he didn't have my phone number. So he couldn't even okay, okay, okay. text me afterwards or anything. Cause I yeah. really unmatched. But um, <laughs> yeah. So ever since then, I need, I know that I need to take my car with me on any first date. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. Good for you for leaving and not for not for not staying there. I would have stayed. I would have stayed there and just like painfully and excruciatingly listened to fucking squeaker voice. Squeaky. <laughs> Every time I hear a squeaker toy now, I'm gonna fucking think. You gonna think story. about that story? <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, it, but you know what? That that made me realize that <laughs> I do like like a deep sultry voice yes that's sexy hell yeah that shit's sexy like I never really thought about it until that situation happened and I'm like oh yeah and so now when they're like hey do you want to like talk on the phone first like hey do you want to FaceTime I'm like yes because I need to hear that voice yes <laughs> for sure I didn't even think about that I didn't even think about that at all mm -hmm. huh <laughs> I'm gonna ask now okay well I mean do they haven't any? none of them have been like or some of them have been like Instagram dates. And so like, I hear, I hear their voice ahead of time or like, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen them at the gym or something like guys that I, so yeah. So I, as far as like my dating life, I've seen them or heard them beforehand before, like I meet with them or anything like that. Damn. I was going to ask you a question. Oh, the, the kid. So I don't like being touched. Oh, I know that. I know because I was with you. We experienced something together. Do you remember? Was it? Oh, it was my oh, birthday. Yeah. It was my birthday. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry too. <laughs> and you were vibing with that guy. I not need to apologize. I always <laughs> I'm let right. you tell that story. I always be fucking ruining shit for you. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. No, you, you like make that. things hilarious for me. I'm sorry that you were put in an uncomfortable situation. <laughs> I was trying. See, I'm I am that person that I will grit and try to bear it. Whatever it is, like I will try, try, try so hard. I'm like, it's okay. It's uncomfortable. It's going to end. It's going to end in like five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. Nah, I don't like, yeah. So for your listeners, I don't like being touched just from whatever personal experience I've had in my past. And we were, T and I were out celebrating her birthday. We happened to sit at, we were at Kung Fu on Washington, happened to be sit at a table with two other gentlemen and T was vibing with one guy and the other guy that, and this other guy, that guy was cute. The guy that touched me. Mm -hmm. He was, really he, was. he was really cute. He was really cute. I asked him to go take our picture. I was kind of flirting with him or whatever, but it was whenever he put his hand on he and he touched me like on my forearm first. And I was like, mm -mm, no. And then he kept like scooting closer to me and getting in my bubble. And I just don't, I don't like being approached by guys while I'm out. And then if I, if I am approached, then I don't like aggressive guys. Like I like being the aggressor. I like being like pouncing on guys that me, my type is a shy guy or someone that shows a little bit of interest, but like, let me chase your boo boo. Let me be the aggressor. Oh, we have total opposite taste. Then. Mm, no, <laughs> I like being like, let me sh let me show you a thing or two, boo boo. But you warned him though, like the first right, like after he yeah, you, I like, told him I was like, hey, don't touch me. 
And then I even had to, because we we had to sit at the table together, whatever the mm-hmm. bouncer set us together at the table. So then I even got up because I was sitting next to him. I even got up from my chair, and then he sat in my chair. And I was like, hey, no, you need to go sit back in your chair, please. Like, let's, and he's like, I don't want to lean over and talk to you. And I said, no, you need to. He said, well, it's so loud in here. And I was like, I know, but I need my space from you. Then he still ended up moving over and then he touched my boob. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh no, no, we, I'm, I'm about to knock you the fuck out. I got, we got to go. <laughs> we have to go. Yeah. And then like, I was, I didn't even see all of this because I was like lost in conversation with the other person at the table. We were just, you know, talking. I thought Andrea was having the time of her life behind me talking to this guy. I didn't realize that she was being harassed back there until she, you said, you were like, Hey T, we're going to be late for that other thing. And I immediately like girl instinct, woman instinct was like, Oh yeah, no, we got to (laughs) go. So yeah. And then the other guy was about to go get his drinks and then we're like, you know what? Never mind. Just kidding. We got to go. Yeah. I was like, nah, we out. Yeah. And then the next day he messaged me. He found, he found you whatever and messaged me through there and apologized. And I was like, I don't care. No, (laughs) I told you like 10 times ladies. Yeah. Let that be a lesson. The first time you tell a man, no, let that be a lesson. Right. He doesn't respect your boundaries. He's not going to respect you later on. Yes. Yes. That is one of the biggest things that I continue to learn in relationships is the first time that a man, okay. So I'll tell y'all this instance, um, with this guy, I'm not dating him. He's my friend. Okay. Your friend. He's my friend. Yes. He's my special friend. Um, but I learned this even in my past relationship, um, that my, my last relationship, that guy kept showing me red flags and I would just ignore it or we would discuss it. And then, you know, what, just like a normal relationship and then get over it. But then another red flag would show up and we would discuss it and get over it. And then, another, and it was just like these continual red flags that it was like, okay, how many more fucking red flags are we going to? So now whenever a guy shows me a red flag, I'm like, Ooh, no, dodge another one. Like I'm like Neo in the matrix dodging all these. <laughs> so this guy, I, haven't I haven't vibed with any guys like again as soon as they show me their red flags I'm like whoop no so this guy has been saying all the right moves pulling out all the right moves so I was over at his house and this guy would not change the channel he was watching he's playing I don't know some video game and I was like hey I don't want to watch that so he put it on some movie and I was like hey I don't want to watch that and he just wouldn't change the channel and I was like hey my time is just as valuable as yours can you change the channel? And he refused. So I was like, Hey, I'm going to leave if you don't change the channel. Yeah. And the fact that I had to tell this guy, this is just like, shows his immaturity level. And he, he still was like, no, you're not telling me a valid enough reason. And so I just grabbed my stuff and I left. And that was the end of that. Right. And and he could, you know, he could have handled that in so many different ways. He could have asked you, all right, well, what do you want to watch? Or like, what do you feel like watching? And y'all could have come to an agreement or something. Yeah, no, I I get you. I've never been in that situation, but I I understand why that was a red flag for you and why you felt like you needed to get up and leave. Like my squeaky voice, I had to get up and leave. (laughs) (laughs) That is epic though. I'm going to, I am going to judge almost every man's voice now. Every time I listen to somebody, I'm going to be like, oh God. Oh God. That's funny. What's a deal breaker for you? Um, oh girl, we got a Besides a squeaky voice. <laughs> name th- name just three. Not even top three, just your three that come to head. Uh, lack of ambition. Mm, yeah. I can you you know me, Andrea. You know that I am a hard ass worker. You I are. hustle, I have things going from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. And seeing someone who is not ambitious or has no goals in life is so depressing to me. So if you are not ambitious, we're not gonna, we're not a match. So that's mm-hmm. one. Um, two. Um, hmm. The lack of ambition. I had. <laughs> I, had I know it's because I put you on the spot. Train of thought. <laughs> yeah. No. So that for sure. And then just like I, I, I guess it's not so much like deal breakers, but what I'm looking for. So I want, you know, I want someone who has things going for them. Mm -hmm. Yes. I like to be, you know, like spending time with my person or being loved on, 
but I also want them to have their own thing, you know, like, I don't want their life to revolve around me because I'm a busy person too. And my life is not going to revolve around you 24 seven. We need to be our own separate people. And then when we come together, we build each other up, we build something together. And so that's the kind of person that I am seeking. Um, And then also just someone who is like, family oriented who wants to travel who wants to see what life has to offer I'm not a, like I like to stay in but I also like to go out you yes. know I, I think I'm a very balanced person as to all mm. the things that I like to do or not do and I don't want to be with someone who only wants to just be home all the time because that's yes nice, you know and oh yes. I remember now the third one fitness I, it, it needs to be someone who is health conscious because I'm health conscious and I don't want to, you know, gain the, the relationship 15 or the relationship 50. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. if if we're both health conscious, then we'll, you know, we can meal prep together. We can go to the gym together and that's that's not going to affect my lifestyle or vice versa. So that's really the kind of person that I'm looking for. Yeah. Yes, you're looking for a partner, not a project. Exactly. Yes. And I said that before. I was like, I'm not a rehab center for confused men. I'm not your mom. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna like, you know, help you grow or mature. No, 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 no. You come to me already a whole person because That's I'm right. a whole person too. That's right. I have my table, you have our your table. We're gonna combine our tables. That's right. Right. And so yeah, that's that's what what I seek. And so if if I don't get that vibe from you again, I'm not, I'm not going to invest the time. Yeah. And I know that sounds really like stuck up and snooty. No, your time is valuable. You are a queen. You need your king. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not wasting any of my time on any of these fools. No. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's my life and Mm -hmm. I don't owe anyone anything. Absolutely. Yep. What about you? What is for, oh, what I'm looking for? Deal breakers or what you're looking for. Either one um deal breakers so damn I need somebody that's very well balanced um that's I feel like my damn I'm gonna start talking shit about like these exes now (laughs) on accident I feel no but these are learning situations that helped you learn what you wanted or not wanted yes I I do I've been with someone just vanilla and I've also been with someone that was like extravagant and I like the extravagance. I like, um, someone that makes me feel just young at heart and someone that's full of life and thriving. I love someone that loves to travel. Um, it brings a lot of joy and just happiness to my life and just reminds me to enjoy the little things in life. Um, I like somebody that I can have deep conversations with and that is someone that is like emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want somebody that also doesn't mind. I mean, I have two children, so not that doesn't even mind that can, I can bring into my family and that not even, I don't want to say mesh as well, but that will get along well with my kids. I'm not looking, they're 10 and 14 and they already have a dad. So I'm not looking for a dad. I'm looking for um, just a responsible male figure. Right. Yeah. Life partner for you and a good male figure for them. Yes, for them. And someone that's good with their hands because I own my own home and Lord knows I'm like, I'm asking my 14 year old. He's my little Bob Vila. I'm like, daddy, can you hang this up? And he's over there YouTubing and I'm over there poking holes. Oh my God. You sound like us over here too. Like whenever we were preparing for this winter storm, we're over there YouTubing how to wrap pipes. (laughs) Girl, I was out there. I literally was telling Aiden the same thing. I'm over there with like hair ties, tea. I'm with hair ties and hand towels wrapping the pipes. Legit. That was me. Those are my, I mean, I'm, I have a long scroll, but that's, those are things that I off the bat that catch my eye. And if, if those don't really, those things I don't see in you, if you're kind of like a dud or you're too uptight, I'm like, Ooh, nope. mm-hmm. I've had those things before, or you're just not going to like vibe with me and thrive with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Do you like, like, do you prefer younger guys, older guys? Does it not matter? It, I tend to, 
um, I like to learn and I feel like I learn more, um, I feel like I learn, I have more, ex- more experiences learning from older men, mm-hmm. but I learn, I have better emotional connections and I feel like younger the younger generation is more emotionally intelligent. Like you're younger. I'm 34. You're third. Not that younger. I'm just a year younger than you. Ah, but I feel, I honestly, I feel like when I ask somebody their age, even 33, I feel like anybody that's younger is just more, and that's not anyone listening. I feel like anyone that's like 35 is like this (laughs) right now. No, I honestly, I just feel like the the younger generation is just more emotionally intelligent. Maybe it's because they're more open-minded. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but they're just more emotionally intelligent and it's easier to talk with them about things and they're less judgmental. Maybe that's what it is. They're more open-minded. Um, and I just have really deep conversations with them um, as opposed to someone that's older. I just, I feel like I'm talking to like a brick wall and I'm like, oh, 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 nope. That's a wrong, wrong topic to talk with them about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I either, or I don't, I guess the younger, younger, (laughs) younger, younger, but I don't knock the older though. I like learning. Yeah. No, I think I'm the same way. I think I, the youngest that I've dated is (gasps) four years younger, four years younger than me. Okay. Yeah. And the oldest I've dated is probably like five years older than me. So it's a nice like 10 year range. Yeah, it is. Right. Like, Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So the youngest that I dated, I'm 34, has been 23. (laughs) And the oldest oldest that I've dated has been 50. How was, ooh, what was the biggest difference between those? That's a big difference. I'm telling you, I, I will date them all. The only, the only like ethnicity I've not dated is an Asian. Okay. But I think that they're hot though too. I, I'm I'm open to every I do not have a type. <laughs> you got a beard? I'm looking at you. Beards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm into beards. Me too. But you like the shy ones. And I'm I'm not, yes. I'm not, not gonna yeah, like were we? I we don't... even did that while we were out. You were like, oh, oh, I think well, we were kind of I think I kind of know your type, but I was you were like, ooh, and I was like, no, ooh. And then <laughs> we were like, okay, good, because we're not gonna do that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like the, like the, I don't want to say nerdy because it's not nerdy. It's more like, yeah. like the intellectual type. Yes. Right. And I don't mind like assertiveness. I think that's kind of sexy. So when someone's like too shy, it's almost like, mm, no, I don't want to chase you. Like I already have to chase so many other things in my life. <laughs> I don't want to have to chase a man too. No, 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 no. You're going to chase me. And so if I don't feel wanted, it's just, it, it, it's, it's a turn off. Yeah. I, that's what, it's so funny. Cause somebody today was like, you like this one guy right now. Cause you're chasing him. And I was like, Oh, you're so right. <laughs> I am chasing him. And it's, an, it annoys me, yeah. but I like it. <laughs> I do it's like it. I'm constantly is. hitting him up. I'm constantly, I'm constantly <laughs> like, Hey, what are you doing today? <laughs> yeah. But like I said, that just goes to show how everybody has different preferences. So <gasps> so annoying I'm not used to it you and I will never fight over the same guy (laughs) I hate this I hate I'm not used to this I'm not used to not being pursued (laughs) that's funny Mm -mm -mm -mm. well those are really all the questions that I had for you but I do want to close out the game with a sorry the podcast with a little game of would you rather yes okay it's really silly it's nothing scandalous it's only five questions. Okay. You can elaborate if you want to, or you can- I would just... love to. Okay. All right. All right. Number one, ready? Okay. Would you rather be 10 minutes late or 30 minutes early? Oh, 10 minutes late. <laughs> yeah, 30 minutes late. I'm the 30 minutes early. <laughs> oh. I'll sit in my car and wait. <laughs> I really was on time to this though, T. You were, you were. It was just, you know, confusion. I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. No, you're good, you're good. Okay. So you can only use a spoon to eat or you can only use a fork to eat. Which one are you picking? Spoon. I always eat, no matter what I'm eating, I'm, I want to shove that all in my mouth. <laughs> the fastest way possible. That's what she said. I yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Would you rather have the ability to 
time travel to the past or the future? Okay, if I time travel to the past, can I make, oh. The past or the future, you can only go one way. Well, no, no, so if I go to the past though, can I, can I change the past? I mean, I guess. But it, you don't know how it's going to affect you in your present. Yeah, present. damn. But I can always go back to the past again though, right? Oh, I don't know if I'll have that. But then you're gonna keep messing up the time continuum. Yeah, right? you know, damn. It's like a butterfly effect. It I'm speaking is. like I know these things, but I really don't. <laughs> no, 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 but you're so right. You're right though. Okay. Um damn. I would go back to the past. I, I'm I'm very I'm a nostalgic person. I like looking back at memories and stuff like that. Even with like shitheads, I'll still look back at memories. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I would too. Only because I want to relive some experiences that I think yeah. happened in the past. Like for example my like having my son I ended up having like an emergency c-section hmm. so everything just went so fast and I felt like I did not get to enjoy, enjoy. his joy yeah mm. so I would like to go back and like relive that experience yeah for sure. I agree there are so many beautiful experiences that yes I yes I agree with that right. mm. we're going to the past but we're not changing anything we're just gonna go like see <laughs> okay. okay okay next one would you rather teleport or read minds teleport teleport because I'm always late I feel like I can already like I I, I feel like I'm pretty a, a good reader of minds already but you're thinking small if you can teleport we can go on vacation every weekend that's right yeah that's <laughs> what I'm always picking teleportation it's like are you kidding if I want to go to Tulum tonight I'm teleporting there if I want to go to Paris <laughs> for breakfast I'm going I am like, oh, I, you know, at least I won't be late or it, make, it gives me anxiety to be so late. It puts me in such a bad mood. You're like, bitch, we're going worldwide tonight. We're going to have dinner in Paris. Come on. Hello. Oh, this is Eiffel Tower, oh ma'am. You're right. <laughs> All right. Last one. Would you rather give up chicken or give up shrimp? Really? T? I see your Instagram stories. I had to go there. <laughs> Damn. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know. You have to pick one. Um, shit. Shrimp, but that's really fucked up. <laughs> it's because chicken goes with everything. And I feel like I would get tired of shrimp after a while. Yes. And chicken, you can, you can dress up. You can. But you can I would get tired of chicken. Salad you can make chicken bread. yeah you can cook it in so many different ways yeah chicken you can cook you can you can do it yeah way more for sure that's yeah. fucked up <laughs> at least you didn't do like donut well, or I chocolate that's for last <laughs> i know i was really stunned on that i was like i don't know <laughs> this was fun hey, yes. thank you for playing along with me before we end the podcast i want you to plug all your stuff so where can my listeners find you where tell them where to go okay. You guys can find me. Instagram is Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A dot boldbodyfit. Um, website is boldbodyfitnesshouston.com. And that's it. I'm not really on Facebook too much. You don't want, you don't want to plug your OnlyFans? Oh, and OnlyFans. Yes, y'all want to, <laughs> if y'all want to get on me on OnlyFans, it's onlyfans.com slash Andrea dot boldbody. Yeah, there we go. So make sure you guys check out all her socials and her website. And if you are interested in a uh, fitness plan, she's got it all. She's got fitness plan. She's got macros. She does yes. everything. This woman everything. is amazing. Thank, Thank you, you, Andrea. Okay. So before we end the podcast, I wanted to introduce a new segment to the podcast called Tea with Tea. Um, like, you know, like tea that you drink with tea, Teresa, just in case, you know, it wasn't clear enough. Um, but anyway, this segment is going to feature stories that you guys share with me. So today I'm going to share one from one of my followers. Her name is Cassandra. And after telling Andrea that story about me walking out on that first date, I wanted to hear from you guys and some of your first dates. And Cassandra was one of the people who sent in a story. So I'm going to read her story to you guys today. So she says, Hi, Teresa. My name is Cassandra, and I have an absolutely awful first date story. 
During the summer of 2014, my friend set me up with her cousin. We'd met in passing once and both found each other attractive, so we thought we'd give it a shot. We began texting the week before we were going to meet up and he seemed normal. The day of the date arrived and I had mentioned we could get together after I was finished going out to lunch with my parents. I was 18 and was living at home between semesters in college. He constantly texted me throughout the lunch and ended up showing up before we even got home and waited in his car while I got ready. He didn't come to the door to introduce himself at all. I had been having some weird vibes from him, so I told my dad, if I'm not back by 10 p.m., to call the cops. And he just laughed and said, ha ha, have fun. I get in the neon green Mustang and we start driving to the movie theater. We lived in a smaller town and the closest one playing a scary movie was 45 minutes away. The drive started with him asking in deep detail why my last relationship ended and then offering to beat up my ex for me. He followed this up with describing why his last relationship ended, including how his ex had accused him of raping her. At this point, I was sharing my location with my friends and sisters because I was so weirded out. We finally get to the movie theater and he, quote, got the wrong time. The next showing wasn't for another hour and a half. He drove us to Sonic nearby to wait out, to wait it out. And he began to tell me more about his time in the Marines. He told me that he didn't get to have the college life that everyone else experienced. And he gave up a football scholarship to join. I told him that it was admirable to choose a path to protect the country. He told me he didn't choose to join to protect the country. He only chose to join so he could kill the man who killed his father. He was a bigger dude, and I was honestly getting scared just being in the car with him at this point. He starts to say that a relationship with him would be difficult because he could be deployed at any time and that he would not be around all the time. I took this as my opportunity and said, maybe we should try just being friends then. He looked me dead in the eyes and said, that was a test. I must have been showing my discomfort on my face because he said if I didn't want to see the movie anymore, that he could drive me home. I am normally the type of girl that would feel bad about this, seeing as he already bought the movie tickets, but I took him up on the offer right away. On the drive back, he told me that I didn't that I didn't know what it was like to have one parent dead and the other parent be abusive, and that I didn't know what it was like to be thrown through a glass door. I am squeezing myself so close to the door at this point and calculating the risk of jumping out of the car onto a country road at 60 miles an hour, afraid of what he would do if he was angry with me. He told me I didn't know what it was like not to have any friends or to have a best friend die in a drunk driving accident. I tried to empathize with him by saying I didn't have many friends either and knew it could be lonely as I had just moved to the town a few months before. He brought up that he was accused of rape a second time and I was about to cry. We were a few minutes away from my house and he was telling me about how he was so depressed. I asked if he had ever thought about talking to someone. He replied, the person I used to talk to died in a drunk driving accident. I braced myself for a backhand and followed up with, I meant talking to a professional. He told me he didn't want to tell all of his business to someone he just met. LMAO, what am I then? He pulled into the driveway and my door was open before he could put it in park. I went inside and sat in the, and he sat in the driveway for 15 minutes trying to call me. I told my mom what had happened and she made me ask my friend who set us up if, she, if he was capable of vandalizing or even burning down the house. I ended up blocking his number and my friend, his cousin, apologized profusely, saying she had no idea he would be like that. I saw him once more at a bar a few years later and he came by to say hi and offered to buy me a drink. I had my friend pick me up 10 minutes after because I could not take another interaction with him. I don't recall letting a friend set me up since. Wow, that is a roller coaster of a story, uh, Cassandra. First of all, thank you for being brave and sharing that with me um, and the hundreds of listeners that are probably going to listen to this story. But also good for you for standing up for yourself when he made the offer to drive you home that for you to say, yeah, take me home. Um, I think a lot of times girls and women are afraid to say no and – you did the absolute right thing here. If you felt uncomfortable and unsafe, then I'm glad you spoke up and you said, no, take me home. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm so glad that he took you home um, because I know 
you and I, you've thought this scenario back and thought of so many ways that it could have gone wrong because that's what I did when I read your story. Um, but I'm so glad that you made it home safe and sound. And after that experience, I don't think I would let a friend set me up with someone else either. But thank you for sharing that. If you guys want to share anything with me, funny story, sad story, scary story, anything, um, please leave it on the listener line or even send me an email at thatattellsall at gmail.com. I want to continue this uh, Tea with Tea segment and just kind of plug it in at the end of my episodes. But that is it for today, guys. I know this one was a long one. I'm glad you hung in there. And I will see you next week. Bye.